What's up, Soap Subs? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! yeah! What's up, Leva? I'm doing social media right now. <laughs> we'll log in in a minute. So, oh my yeah! Gosh. All right, what's in my stories? Hopefully people will see that and I don't have to do... Um, yeah. Twitter. Listen, you just, you were always doing all the things. You're I'm doing trying. all the social media things. It's my fault for taking a 15-minute nap. <laughs> 15 minutes ruined everything. Well, I would have been able to social media. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. You've run a tight schedule. Oh, my God. You you have no idea. (laughs) The geek. So, but I wish my phone would stop trying to, like, fix it. It's fine as it is. You think it would have learned by now. Like, really, it stopped that. I thought smartphones are supposed to be smart and learn. Like just after you type, do what I tell you, and not what you think you need to know. Right. Exactly. Like if I'm saying it's all one word, then it's all one word. We're live. Okay. 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 Done. I'm all yours now. All right. (laughs) Uh, I got a new phone a couple weeks ago, and it's uh, it's not. You get. It's not giving me all my notifications. Uh, we got the iPhone 12. I'm not giving you all your notifications. Uh-uh. Like, no, it's. You really think it's weird. filtering? I don't think so. it's. It, it is. It, it's giving me my Twitter notifications and it's giving me my t- my Instagram notifications. It's not giving me any of my Twitch notifications, and I cannot fix it. So I never know when people are live. It's also not giving me my Discord notifications. Really? So I cannot figure it out. Huh. My old phone I stopped was at fine. 10, so I, I haven't upgraded yet. So I get all of my Twitch. So it's not Twitch because I get all of mine. I just yeah, got that know. you went live. That's how I was able to host you. I don't know what's wrong with it. I yeah, think that's maybe something I need to like on, on log out how? and then log back in or I don't know. I, I gotta wonder figure it out. if there's something that it's filtering on accident. I have no idea. It mm. took a hot minute for my uh, Instagram and Twitter notifications to come over. Yeah, I turned they up my Instagram because that drove me nuts. <laughs> I don't get nearly as many as you, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. eventually, I, I turned eventually they migrated over, but for some reason, the other ones haven't. So I got to figure that out. So I feel bad because like, I never know when people go live and I'm like, man, I haven't been on anybody's Twitch in a hot mi- minute. Oh, right. <laughs> Because my things don't work. They are probably actually streaming. I just don't realize it. Have you ever muted something and forget you muted it? And you're like, why haven't I heard from this in so long? I did that with an app. Um, Weverse. There was one of the, it's like, it's a K-pop thing. And like K-pop stars put up kind of like Twitter, but just for fans. Uh-huh. So they'll be like, oh, I did this today. You know, that type of thing. But one of them, I love him to death, Hoshi would literally from 17 would literally like 20 things at a at one time i guess he was trying to like here i want to make sure i get it all in but it would just blow up my phone blow up my phone blow and i couldn't turn off individual ones so Mm -hmm. i just turned it off but then i'm like wow because 17 bts uh and hyphen txt they're all on the same server i'm like man i haven't seen anything else from bts in a long time Oh, that I muted it like two months ago because <laughs> uh, she was going nuts with all the because every time they would respond to someone like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. That would give me a notification and that drove me insane. Yeah. 
because I already get a lot of notifications and then just blowing up my phone that way. Right. So I, I, I've accidentally turned things off. I forgot to turn them back on. <laughs> I don't think I've had that problem. Uh, I see yeah. people people over here giving me advice over here in our little Twitch chat saying I should oh, uninstall, really? what are they saying? Un- uninstall and reinstall, which I, I figured was probably the answer. I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> It takes two seconds to uninstall, reinstall. I know, but you just never know if things are going to go back the way they were. But then again, they're not back the way they are right now. So yeah. <laughs> what's it, it going to hurt? It is interesting, though. It's brand new, and the fact know. that you have to stall and reinstall. It's just I wonder weird. if there's it's like a weird, weird mess up with the update. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep everybody posted. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leva, what you've been playing? What you've been reading? What you've been watching? Oh, Lord, what have I been doing all? It's, so, it's loaded. Um, okay, it's, all, so it's a loaded question. Playing. Let's go ahead and just get okay. get that out of here. Yes. Uh, Hades. I looked today so I could tell you guys. <laughs> I'm over updates. 130 hours. Wow. And I just unlocked another story thing where wow, it's wow, probably wow. going to be several more hours. That's insane. Mom Mom gave me a, uh, a task to do that's going to be several runs now. That's going to take me to do it. So, all right. Well, yeah. there we go. <laughs> That's crazy. So never never a dull moment. Um, Overwatch Mayhem, because they've been doing it every other day, which is awesome. Uh, and last night after doing Hades, I was like, man, I don't want to go to bed yet. But I don't want to get into anything like another round of Hades because it takes too long for me. So I'm like, oh, crap. Scott Pilgrim. So I turned that on for the first time. God, I haven't touched it yet. I'm the worst I'm not human. good. <laughs> I'm not good. Like, it takes a million punches to kill these guys. I know. I feel like it's... I feel like that game is made for multiplayer. I remember when like, it came I out on PS3. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm hitting this guy with another guy, and it's still taking way too long. Yeah. Like, I'm, you pick up one guy, and you hit him with the other guy. Right. That That's my favorite. To smack a guy with a guy. <laughs> I mean, then, I feel like there is some leveling up that has to happen. So you do get stronger as you play. But I remember playing this on when it was out on PS3 originally. And I was like, man, I feel like some of this is just really hard playing as a single player. Like, I huh. feel like it would be easier in multiplayer. Well, we need to multiplayer it up then. I know, we do. I, uh, I, I got to the first x and then something happened and i don't know how to fight that like where he has the girls mm-hmm. flying around him i don't know what to do with that oh i don't know and so yeah. i just kept getting smacked with them because i was trying to go around to the other side maybe grab a stool it's literally can't, been 10 years since i played that, that. <laughs> i don't even remember and then i decided oh crap i have to read so i ended up like just turning it off and going lay down and read but yeah yeah <laughs> Let's, uh... and then you go to all these stores i don't know what any of these things do I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those trial and error sort of things. Just like, oh, mm, let me just buy it and find out. I'm I'm a cheapskate. I don't want to spend my money unless I know what I'm getting. <laughs> I mean, I've never played this game, so this go, is the first time go, I ever you played it. You can go back it, and so farm like, money. You can farm money, so it's not like it's... Uh, oh, you can farm money? I'm pretty... Yeah, you can go back and replay the, the levels you've already been through, I think. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I mean, at some I'm point being, you like, hit an overworld I'm being super anal about making sure I get every coin and that comes out yeah. of my dead those well, dead people so yes it's true um so that's what i've been playing uh i've been reading the young bucks book i'm really close to finishing it so i'll probably be able to finish it within the next two days my goal i had a small little like entertainment goal 
uh, since we film every two weeks. Uh, within this two weeks, I wanted to finish the Young Bucks book in Riverdale. So I've gotten one half of those goals done. All right. So, and I'm almost done with the second goal. So I'm go. getting real close with the book. Uh, they just, uh, AJ Styles just got signed with uh, WWE in the books. And mm-hmm. that kind of really affected the boys because obviously they were in a group with them and was kind of worried about what was going to happen. So that was kind of an interesting chapter. I thought that was a really cool chapter. So that's not a spoiler. I mean, everyone knows what happened in real life. <laughs> it's <so>. history. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that's what I'm reading um watching riverdale i finished finally finished all of netflix riverdale nice but just in time to be like oh now there's new riverdale out it's true so there's two episodes out i think already right yes and the third one comes out this week so Uh i'm debating which we can go into this later uh if i want to watch it weekly if i want to wait i don't know yet Mm-hmm. Because I have thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts on Riverdale. I was not a fan of the last season. Uh, I season I actually like oh, the, the, the Dungeons Rider. and Dragons ripoff season way more. Yeah, I than, think that last season the prep was school uh, one. I think that last. And season my was issue weird. with that is, again, we can go into this a little bit more later on in the conversation. Sure. But I feel like they rehashed a lot of the exact same things over and over and over, and it's just like the characters aren't learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're and, not wrong. You're absolutely yeah, and it's not just wrong. Like if maybe if I would have again paced it instead of binged it, I wouldn't have noticed it as much. Plus, also, you know, me being a Sam Whitworth girl, I'm just a little bit salty for him, and it made no sense what they did with him. It's true. So it was just kind of like, and then okay, okay, I'm gonna go into this right now. <laughs> Okay, go. Go for it. This was, okay. We can do whatever the hell we want. Just a little bit. This isn't about our conversation. This is actually just about the, the plot. Go okay. for it. In wrestling, in, or there's two things. There's two things that really upset me. In wrestling, uh, not to give anything away, but there's something called the heat where like the bad guys, you know, taking over. Like you see this in movies where the bad guy takes over and a lot of bad things happen and, you know, oh, the bad guy's winning. How is the good guy going to overcome? They did so much of that this season in Riverdale that I, true. I didn't care anymore. Like, every time, like, especially with the preppies, like, every time that Jughead thought he had an upper hand, the preppies took over. And it was, like, absurdly took over. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw he had three milkshakes and woo It's like, stupid shit. And I'm just, like, after so much of just the good guy getting beat down, I stopped caring which was the opposite of what it was supposed to be. You want to see the good guy come up and beat the shit out of the bad guys. But after, like, if it's just, like, 18, ep- well, let's, I'm going to rewind that, like, 14 episodes of him just getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Why do I care anymore? Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're a loser, dude, and I don't care anymore. Same thing with, like, Veronica and her dad. Like, can y'all just get over it? Like, Mm-hmm. he's acting more like a child than she was and they're just they're season three their animosity was entertaining season four it was just gr- like grindingly yeah. annoying and yeah. it's like why the hell is a 17 year old making rum and drinking rum freely? <laughs> i don't know it makes no sense nothing about that show makes sense and yet and i then still come I, back I and i'll keep watching cheryl it. stuff i love the crazy cheryl with like her brother and the doll oh my god i like that and crazy nan 
like that fine was fine and come to find out you know oh it's your <laughs> surprise spoiler 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 it's your mom hiding in the walls which i thought was brilliant <laughs> i love that but it's just like <sighs> i know there are some things that just it's there's very, some things it's just like cyclical. guys we've been doing this for three seasons it's like oh oh Ar- Ar- archie's gonna go out and start beating some people up again we're doing that again all right cool <laughs> Cool. Uh, did, did did the actor just get really into fighting? Because that's all he does now is fight. <laughs> I don't know. I have no so, idea. So, which is fine, whatever. I mean, we get Archie without a shirt on half the time, which I'm cool with. But then they're like, oh, let's bring back Betty and Archie after, like, three seasons. And I'm like, what? why are we doing this? Until Josh told me the news, and I was so upset. Upset. So, apparently, in real life, Lily and Cole broke up. Right around right, at the yeah. end of it. I didn't know that. Oh, sorry about I, that. I don't pay attention to online things, so I didn't know. <laughs> and then it makes sense now why they just kind of stop being in scenes as much together. And then all of a sudden, she's having feelings for Archie. It even makes no sense that think... they've been so separated for like ever. But like, I, we've already had this love triangle square thing. Yeah, and... but that's that's the eternal love triangle. Of Archie I, comics. Let's be it honest. It was forced. That's... But then I'm, now, now I know they broke up. It makes sense. And I am upset by do this. Do you think like, they would I do really that, though? Do you couple, think they would change was, the narrative? I was heartbroken. Do you think they would change the narrative of the show because people broke up in real life? It it falls in the same timeline. Because right around like January through March was probably when they were finishing up the last couple episodes before COVID. And that's when she started holding hands and making out with Archie again. And then if you if you look at the number of scenes that she's with Jughead, they start he starts like, I wanna hang out with Charles over here. I, I wanna start hanging out over here away from you. I think they broke I up. I feel way like a little bit that. they did. I think they broke up. The thing well is, you know, that. like they were kind of writing on the fly with the show half the time. So I feel <laughs> like they're like they were though. I mean it, it's it's confirmed. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's it's a hundred percent the Archie, Veronica, Betty, Jughead love stuff. I feel like, and then they threw it away after that. They're like, oh, it's just because he's you're going to college and it's comfortable, and then I guess they don't like each other anymore. I don't. I didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong. I just like the other seasons better. <laughs> that no, last I did season like, was weird. I did like the Who Done It, the Who Did It. When he finally, mm-hmm. when finally Jughead got that big, big moment that you've been waiting all season for. So that was rewarding. And right. then I'm also enjoying the voyeur stuff. That's kind of an interesting twist and the honey stuff. And then they did Hedwig. Hedwig mm-hmm. is one of my favorite musicals. And then they did that. So I really enjoyed that. Though they kind of went weird again with the whole tickling. Oh my God. Uh. And, and it's just like porn where it's like the guy's like this is our ring you're not supposed to be doing this ring and threatens to break his fingers you'll never tickle again I know. wholesome, <laughs> I wholesome porn about that. i just want to know when did fangs get really hot like you see fangs <laughs> like in season like three and he's kind of like you know unassuming in his little leather jacket whatever and then joins the farm and becomes you know dates you know, Kevin, you're like, oh, he's kind of cute. But then season four, you're like, what's up? I'm hot. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? When did you get, what? You got a glow up after he got out of the uh, cult. After the farm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cult glow up. Woo. <laughs> <So>, yeah. 
Oh yeah, my no, gosh. There's, there's moments I loved about this. But then there's others. I'm just like, we've been doing this for three seasons. And you know, and I think some of that comes down to network television has really long seasons. Yeah, instead of 13, it's like 22. Uh-huh. And it just, things just get drawn out and it, it's, it, yeah, it's just tough. No, there were so, there were really good moments. Like, I love the fact that you found out, like, in spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Give me a second to turn this off for half a second. <laughs> last season of Riverdale. Okay, last season. Uh, I love the fact that it was because of the Black Hood she got re- rejected from Yale initially. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great because it's like, you have too much baggage. We don't want that here. I thought that was so brilliant. Like, small mm-hmm. things like that. But then, like, stupid shit. It was like, FP is like, my dad gave up on things. You're not going to be like my dad. You're not going to give up. And then what does he do? He quits being a sheriff. I mean, like, two seconds later. I'm like, isn't that exactly what you told them not to do? And then you did it? Come on, FP. <laughs> be better than this. Fred's gone. You got to be the only adult in this fa- in this uh, show now. Ooh, well, I hate to tell you, but uh, he's he, he left the show. So... <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, I mean, besides that, <laughs> the usual. Uh, mass Dancer. Oh, Mass Dancer. Mass yes. Dancer. I, I feel like they they definitely went up a level this, this episode. What, now that they're down to the Super 6, I feel like it's better. Uh, yeah, they're weeding they're out. Still, there are still some weak links. <laughs> well, but, I, that, that's any show. I mean, even a singing, you're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this this is. week was definitely more palatable than weeks past. I again, I feel like you're being way harsh. No, I feel like th- this, I'm not. even the judges, I feel like are, are finding their groove. Like there's times where I legit laughed out loud at them, which yes, wasn't the like, judges are getting better and it too. It felt forced. It felt like I, I also really liked. I don't really know her work, but I like the guest judge. Uh, she was really funny guy? oh whitney cummings she's a comedian yeah i can't I remember what else she's been on like if she's had any like series or anything but i, I but, know yeah, i've she seen was, her she's she was funny. pretty funny yeah, i enjoyed great. her a lot and then like sassy uh, paula was really nice when she would just tell people like to f off in a really nice sassy way <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> miss missy gets one right and she gets sassy uh-huh. yep but no, it was good. It was good. Uh, who are your favorites? Uh, my top three in no particular order are Cotton Candy, uh, Tulip, and Sloth. Those are my three favorites, too. Yeah. Everybody yeah, else can yeah. get the fuck off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like Exotic Bird? I thought hers no, was actually good, I too. No, I do not. All right. Well, talk to me about Exotic Bird because I thought this this performance was her strongest one. I mean, I think it was better. I don't know. Exotic Bird is very uh, heavy footed. It does not. It does not feel light on your feet. It just. Hmm. It, it's all very into the stage. I don't know. She's That's she's one me. that say. I meant to research this. I haven't researched them yet because I've been busy with everything else, like trying to finish up on Riverdale and stuff, mm-hmm. but. Uh, she says she does music, right? Because they they asked a rapid fire question. So do you think remember. she'd be able to s- dance if she's into music, right? Mm, I guess not necessarily. Not necessarily. But... What if you're like a front front man of a band? That's a woman. <laughs> front woman. Front of woman a of a band. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry um, to label somebody. Uh, yeah. I mean, like you know, you could be. You're not a dancer. I mean, you get music and you get rhythm, but. It doesn't necessarily mean you got it in your body. It's not in your bones. 
Man, if it's gonna be like Jayla or somebody, you're gonna be like, ooh. That's not Jayla. Apparently, she just can't do that in the in the costume. That's not. That's not Jayla. No, I don't think it is either. But wasn't that wasn't that one of the the guesses? Somebody said that I think. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like that that is too short to be Jayla. Uh, but yeah, I I feel like the next person to go is um. Zebra. Maybe zebra. I think zebra. I think zebra's next one to go. Zebra's next, and then exotic bird, hopefully, and then we'll have a brilliant finale. Yeah, uh, it's those, good, it, man. Those whoever three. Sloth is, Sloth is wow. The I think Sloth is Matthew Morrison. I was thinking that like after what the first episode or second episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope it is. I, I mean, I haven't been really good with keeping up with the clues, but yeah, just... I, I always research clues. Like as you know, I sit down and write them yeah. all down, and we watch the clue packages, and then I cross reference them. Right. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I just have a feeling that it's him, just I based on the dancing and like. We we had we watched that Grinch TV special that he was on in December, and just the style of movement feels very similar to me. So, I think I think it might be him. The last thing I've seen Matthew Morrison in was uh, uh, the American Horror Story '80s version with stash. I kind of hope he's got a stash inside that sloth costume. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Oh my gosh! Go and then WandaVision, as, as uh, you know. I think. Well, are we? Do you want to talk about WandaVision a little bit? Well, yeah, I, would, right. I didn't know if that was part of our. our no, I think it's. Thing. I think this is separate. Uh, okay. So you guys, we watched. What was? It? Is it episode four? It's episode four of WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, if you want to avoid that's some spoilers, we, that's where they spoon fed people who were. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you want to avoid spoilers for WandaVision episode four, go ahead and skip to twenty nine minutes and forty five seconds. And we should be free and clear of any WandaVision spoilers at that point. We'll wait. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, this episode of WandaVision started out with a bang. Like, people rematerializing from the blip. That threw me off when they called it that. The blip. Is that just when, like, the Thanos stuff got re- reversed? No, the blip was when everybody disappeared. But she came back from the blip, right? right? We were, yeah, we were watching. We were watching. We were watching. Why the, do they call it the blip? I don't know. That's what they called it in Spider-Man Far From Home. It's a snap. But nobody, okay, else, well, but nobody knows that. Nobody knows uh, that <laughs> Thanos know snapped that. his fingers. <laughs> the Avengers didn't go... Uh, so just so you know, everybody, uh, Thanos snapped his fingers, so it will henceforth be known as the snap. It's just what news media called it, I guess. The blip. That's just interesting, because I remember seeing someone saying blip, but what's a blip? Yeah, that's what they called it in, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, so I guess that's the official in-universe. In the, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, continue on. Call for it. So anyway, uh, you know, and in Spider-Man: Far From Home, they played that. They played people coming back from the blip for laughs, like the basketball teams running down down the court, and then all of a sudden the marching band is in the middle of the court, and somebody gets slammed in. And it's like, ha ah, ha ha, that's really funny. The reality of the situation is, people reappearing where they disappeared from five years later was probably hella traumatic. For a lot of people. Yeah, depending on where you are, too. You yeah, know, like, like uh, I just, I, 
if somebody disappeared out of their car, do they reappear in their car or do they reappear where their car was five years ago? And then you get hit with the car. Yeah. <laughs> like if you were in an airplane and you disappeared five years ago, did you reappear in the airplane on the ground or did you reappear in the air where you were? Like, I, oh, don't, I don't It's know. awful. It's awful when you think about it. And the, oh, God. The, the I didn't pure, even think about the airplane. See? And so the pure terror that we saw in the hospital was happening everywhere. <laughs> That's cool. I actually really like that where she she came back from the the she's sitting in the chair and then she's like, "Where's my mom?" You know, like yeah. like this that scene was like the antithesis of the beginning of Endgame when Hawkeye's family disappeared. Like I had yeah, the same yeah, feeling, yeah. but like in reverse. <laughs> yes, that was real cool. Oh God! So that that this episode got real. Yeah. And showed us all the things that, that, you know, are happening in the outside world. And, uh, you know, and we saw all the characters like Jimmy Woo and uh, Darcy asking all the questions that we've been asking ourselves for three episodes. Mm-hmm. Why hexagons? Why a sitcom? What the hell is going on? And they still don't have answers. <laughs> They're getting, well, Yes. They don't have answers, but now we do. <laughs> do we? Do we have answers? A little bit. I mean, we also have more questions, but we have, I mean, I feel ex- like we have some- expand. What? What do you think? What do you think we got answered? Well, I mean, I feel like. I mean, we're, I guess you have the spoilers up. I mean, obviously, I feel like we know this is now Wanda controlling it. And that was a big question. Everyone is: Are they trapped, or is Wanda controlling this? I feel like after seeing her kick out. Yes. To, yeah. Uh, Monica Geraldine. I feel like she's the one in control. She's the one who was like, "No, you're not doing this." I feel like again. I feel like what we've been saying, the the loss of vision and the fact that Scarlet Witch is known for having, you know, not yeah. unstableness and reality altering uh, powers. I feel like we're we're hitting that that has been hit in comic books before, but mm-hmm. just with the MCU twist. Yeah, I feel I, like I feel like at least because at the very end, Monica goes, "It's Wanda," or "It's all Wanda," or something like yeah. that. Like she says that it's Wanda. So, and yes, I, I feel and, like and that yeah, kind of answers that. a little bit. I, I mean, definitely I, know who Sword is now. If you weren't sure who Sword was, yeah, um, that's like you know Space Shield. If you didn't know, you know, I do like to like you said we brought in, you know, experts from other. Mm-hmm. movies and they're tying those in so that's yeah, really cool, cool. it's, su- that, it's super really cool, cool to see that darcy actually got her act together and now she's a doctor of astrophysicist yeah yeah whereas what she was like a i can't remember what kind of major she was before but it wasn't that it was like uh oh god now i can't even remember what it was but it was something completely unrelated and she had no business being jane foster's intern <laughs> <laughs> but it's like after but, everything I mean, that after happened, seeing she everything together. she's seen yeah it was and, super and super experience cool it, that's that's now pushed in that direction yeah which is awesome uh no what i was gonna say is i just hesitate to take things for face value well yeah because yeah i mean obviously it looks like wanda's controlling it it looks like she's responsible for everything and it may turn out that she totally is and that would also be a out of left field because I'm anticipating a swerve and then if there is no swerve then that is also a swerve <laughs> I feel like we're going to find out like how deep this goes how are they going to bring her back how is she going to re- 
like adjust mm-hmm. back to reality. I don't know. I mean, who knows which direction they're going to yeah, go with this? I don't this? know what the swerve like is going to like, be. The options and, and the possibilities are endless mm-hmm. with this. I mean, we did see actual vision for just a second, which was terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want the reality where he's dead to come I know. back. I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want that bad, to come back. Man. Yeah. Like, uh... I kind of just want want this reality to continue on and we just live in sitcom and maybe they'll find a way to make it not so i don't know i maybe maybe there's a way to like bring him into reality again and actually put him back together i mean if they are doing young young avengers she's brought two of the young avengers into reality with the babies yeah it's entirely possible entirely possible i just i'm excited to see where this go and 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 it was cool to see the flip side of what's been going on that is really cool. Like, I feel like for all of those, like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Just mm-hmm. just give it time, you know? And yeah, yeah. that's what they did within a few episodes. And, I mean, we're going to hit this later on, but I feel like that was more of, like, the early 2000s, mid-90s TV style that yeah. we, you and I are very accustomed to, with like, the Buffies and, and all of that. Totally. But we'll get into that yeah. in a minute. Yeah, we'll so. come back to that. We'll put we'll a pin in that for a second. Uh okay, I'm gonna put t- take the spoilers tag down. Wandavision. If you're not watching it, go watch it because it's it's still real dope. Never, and give uh, it time. Answer the questions about watching and reading yourself. I we kind of just jumped right into. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've been watching Wandavision. Um, I've been reading a lot of comics. I've been going back and reading a lot of comics. I read Avengers Disassembled. I read House of M. I just finished Secret Invasion. Uh, and I'm in the middle of Avengers Children Crusade. So I'm like finishing out that Wanda arc, which is super, super cool. Um, and seeing where, you know, some of the inspiration for WandaVision has come from. So that's what I've been reading and then just plugging my way. Were any of those you haven't read before or have you read them all before? I've read them all. It's just been okay. a hot minute. So it's just a reread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, before I read Disassembled, I read, and I think I've mentioned this before, like the Wanda and Vision series or the sorry, the Vision and Scarlet Witch, whatever it was called, miniseries, two miniseries from the 80s of them living their blissful life in New Jersey. <laughs> so, I don't, who is talking? Oh, Siri's talking to me. I don't know why. That was weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just said series. That's oh, why. Oh, that's why, yes. Um, and then I've been working my way through Persona 5 Royal, which is still very, very fun. And, uh, still enjoying it? I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. Thoroughly. How thoroughly many hours are you it. in now? Uh, Nowhere near 130, right? <laughs> no, I think last save I checked, it was like at 44 or 45. So yeah. not very much. Slacker. Um, and then I also downloaded Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight, I think, <laughs> which is like a spinoff rhythm game. Okay. I'm not quite getting it. I like rhythm it. games, so. It's, it feels very weird playing a rhythm game with a controller. It's like I can't hit the buttons fast enough. Like, huh. it just feels like, I don't know. What is it like? Is it like? Um... It is, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like any of those Guitar Hero rhythm things. Like, there are markers on the screen and little bubbles moving towards okay. them. And when they hit the bubble, you have to hit the button at the same time. 
right in time and in there beat with the music. There was a game called Bust a Groove. Now, I feel like I'm the only person who's ever played this. Bust a Groove 1 and Bust a Groove 2, and it was a dancing rhythm game, mm-hmm. which is very similar to that. But, like, its style of play and, like, hitting the buttons and stuff, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's been my favorite of all time. Uh, but no one's ever heard of it, and I feel like... I'm the only person that apparently I've ever played it. So. I don't know. Yeah, I've never played it. Uh, did you ever play Samba de Amigo? No. Where it's like you had maracas? A little they, bit. And you had So anyway, yeah. you know how you had to do like up or down or to the sides with your yeah. maracas? So it's like that same setup on the screen, except with buttons. And like you the, play on PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's like, like... So it's like triangle triangle circle and x on the right hand side and then up left and down on the left hand side of the screen and so the little bubbles go and hit and you have to hit them right huh, in rhythm okay it's to... weird i i have not i don't is really there have a demo the hang of, it. of that i don't know i don't know if there is or not um but it was on sale so i was like well i'm enjoying persona 5 let me see what this is about it's weird uh, <laughs> I'll report back if I get any better. At I wonder it. if it's like bust a groove. I'm again. I'm the only one. That's I'll send ever... you. I'll send you some video and I'll show it to you. Okay. Okay. Because I miss bust a groove. I kind of want to put my PS One back up <laughs> just so I can play bust a groove. I'll send you some video and you can decide if this is like bust a groove and then maybe this is the uh, bust a groove spiritual successor that you've been waiting for. I miss. You know what's really good? The the Final Fantasy rhythm game, but that's only on like the the DSSP things, and mm-hmm. I would love for that. Is that on? That's not on a Switch yet, is it? I, I would love so. for that to get because I haven't touched those in so long, and like I probably don't even know where the charger is. But I would love to continue to play those because <laughs> the characters are so cute, and I enjoyed the rhythm game. The yeah, actual yeah. like that was a lot of fun too. Though that's my, that's up there in my my top rhythm games. Did you ever play that one? Uh-uh. Oh, man, that was good. Mm-mm. I need to put that on Switch now. I haven't played that, and I haven't played, uh, what was it, Elite Elite Beat Agents on DS? Apparently that was super popular, too, rhythm game. Like, you had to, like, tap at the right time. I don't... Oh. Yeah, I have to go back and look into that, too. I mean, I don't know if I can even get a copy of it anymore. Everyone always talks about that game, and they're hoping that a successor is going to come onto the Switch, so... We'll see. Hmm. We'll see if that happens. If you're listening to us, developers, do this. <laughs> They're big fans of this show. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, we are running long, Leva. Surprise. Yeah, are you fine. surprised? Are you shocked? Got a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stuff to talk about, man. I had, I had some Riverdale to get off my chest. All right. Well, then, do you want to go to the news or you just want to skip it? What do you want to do? You tell me. Hey, I'm a, you'll be in charge of the show. the news if you want. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. We're going to the geekery of the weekery. <laughs> Right. In a series of tweets on Friday, director Zack Snyder revealed that the HBO Max release date for the infamous Justice League Snyder Cut will be Thursday, March 18th. The tweets feature three different black and white posters titled Fallen, Risen, and Reborn, respectively. The reshoots and reassembling of the film for HBO Max was reported to have a budget of $30 million, but reportedly end up costing around $70 million. Originally touted as four one-hour installments, Snyder has recently said that the release will be one four-hour movie. Leva, any more hype for this? <laughs> I'm so good. I feel like it just keeps changing I every know. week. I know. 
I, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I'm, I'm curious to see how yeah, different it is. So obviously yep. I will watch it, but yeah. I, okay. No. I'll say I don't have any more hype. But I'm, I'll still watch it. <laughs> I'm not like yeah, more I'm, hyped. I'm like, all right, I'm let's not just less do this. Hyped. We've been talking about this forever now. I just want it to happen let's just, at this let's point. Just, let's get to it. Uh, allegedly... so I, I, a lot of times I, I read the hashtag for AEW Dynamite while I'm there. And mm-hmm. someone was like, does Darby's jacket say release the Snyder Cut? Because it was like <laughs> release or something. And I, whoever made that tweet had me giggling for like half the match hilarious so if that was your tweet congratulations you got me so tickled because he like has that like like the chalk all over his like whatever it looks like chalk all over the the painting all over his black jacket and like i forget what to say it was an r word like release or something but it's like release the snyder (laughs) cut Cut. (laughs) i told him that he just laughed that's so funny Hopefully uh, next time that's what his jacket looks like. Allegedly, none of Joss Whedon's footage is going to be used. That's crazy. Jared Leto is back as the Joker. What? I know. I don't. I. I don't know. Uh, and it's releasing on a Thursday. Why do you think they're putting it out on a Thursday? Because maybe that's when movies hit theaters. <sighs> Technically, Good it's point. Friday, but it's Thursday Good around point. eight o'clock. Yeah. Do we know Thursday what time? Previews. I. I mean, I. I don't. I don't have that information. Very interesting. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not hyped. I'm not unhyped. I'm, I'm intrigued. intrigued. I'm more like. It's more like. What the fuck? All right. Well, yeah. Let's let's see what. It's either going to be better or completely terrible, and <laughs> and it's like an experiment, like a science experiment. Uh-huh. I just want to see how like when you add these two concoctions together, what will happen. So I, I mean. I'm ready. I'm ready to see if I it feel like or not. Snyder's cut of Justice League is like Vision's reanimated corpse. <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder doesn't know what powers he's messing with right now. We'll see what happens. Speaking of the Vision, jumping from one Joss Whedon adjacent story to another, in an interview with the Lights, Camera, Barstool podcast this week, actor Paul Bettany revealed that during early pre-production for Avengers Age of Ultron, Whedon was adamant that the Vision have a visible penis during the character's birth scene. <laughs> Bettany said, quote, I know that Joss Whedon apparently really, really wanted the rendition of him when Vision first is born before he's clothed. Whedon is like, he's got to have a penis. And everyone, I mean, everybody was like, I don't know, Joss. I mean, I'm not sure. He has to have a penis. I want to see some drawings of penises. Bettany went on to say that the idea went so far as to have multiple concept art pieces drawn up for the scene. And when presented to Whedon, the director said, yeah, I'm 100% wrong. I I don't need to see any of these. (laughs) Leva, would, story. would Vision's birth have been better if the synthesoid had gone full Dr. Manhattan? Nope. Nope. I think, <laughs> I feel like they did, they went the right direction. It's, penises are distracting. I'm sorry. I get why they wanted realism with Dr. Manhattan, but that was, that swinging dong was just super distracting. Smurf dong. And then we, and like all of us are internally 14, like, <laughs> even if you're trying to be like, I'm highbrow and all about art. <laughs> highbrow and, cinema. And there's a voice right here, right here. 
in the back of your head that's like <laughs> swinging. Blue dong, blue dong, blue dong. Takes you out of it. I get that it's real, but <laughs> dongs take you out of it. So, <laughs> Somebody like put it on a t-shirt. Dongs <laughs> take you out of it. <laughs> they do, guys. They do. Oh my god! It's just like I don't know. Like like other full frontal nudity and and other shows have been kind of distracting. It's like, especially guys, girls not so much, but guys look like undecorated Christmas trees and it's just <laughs> awkward. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, this is high quality content right here. <laughs> oh my Lord. I, I am a hundred percent okay with the Ken doll. We, we're good with that. Let's let's. Oh my God! He, he got his penis when he put his pants on. Okay, guys, it's fine. I don't <laughs> want to see it. I don't want to see it. I'm sure Paul is wonderful, you know, in respects or whatever. But oh, oh no, no. Okay, let's move on to the topic of the week. <laughs> As we mentioned earlier tonight, episode four of WandaVision was a game changer, both in terms of style and scope. However, while surfing the web for the latest theories and Easter eggs, one common complaint that I kept stumbling upon was the pacing is too slow. Here are just a few comments uh, I saw. These are great. You're going to love it. Uh, they're slow. Then there's WandaVision slow. Like three unnecessary episodes that could have been co condensed into the pilot and would have been fine. Episode four should have been episode two and then build from there. This is what happens when you use TV shows to supplement an entire movie universe. You've bred your audience to sit for a story two hours at a time. Now you're shooting 25 minute segments out once a week. You did this to yourselves. No. It is slow and not good. This is not a toxic fan issue. It's a poor show problem. The first three episodes were 30 minutes of cheesy slapstick garbage with five minutes of plot and 25 minutes of credits. And the fourth episode is just a rehashing the five minutes of interest from episodes one through three. Meanwhile, wow. okay, people need to I know. calm themselves because that's ridiculous. Do you do you hear yourself, people? They like, don't. They don't hear what, themselves. What? Okay, I'm gonna go off on a do it. Left to complain. Get on your soapbox. Oh man, like I feel like what we're gonna get into the topic we're about to talk about. There is a good debate on that, but I feel like more so people just love to complain on the internet. That is what it's about. I, I'm on the internet. I have a thought. I'm going to put it out on here and complain because that's what you do. Like, how about you just don't talk about it? How about you just talk about it with your friends at the water cooler? You know, I guess because COVID, you can't do that as much. But, like, I feel like internet fandom is so toxic. And it's not just in movies and comic books, but it's also 
in music and K-pop and, and wrestling. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. Toxic. Because guess what? Negativity creates negativity. And people just love to hear themselves talk and bitch. Now I'm bitching about people bitching. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yes. it's like... But it, it's this is why when I remember when I said I didn't know that Cole and Lily broke up because yeah. I don't go on the internet because half the time it's just people complaining about something. Yeah, right. Oh, WWE is doing this. I don't like their shows. Oh, why do they always push this person on blah, blah, blah? Why is this movie doing this? And this is going too slow. And why did this K-pop guy say this and it's taken out of context? Now we're all going to cancel him. Cancel, 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 cancel. Get that. Calm down. Calm down. I know. There are bigger issues in the world. Yes. This is not one of them. So I feel like a lot of that just stem from people don't know people don't know how to express themselves anymore, like in a in a non toxic manner. Because guess what? They've seen years and years of toxicity, like on Twitter, mm-hmm. on you know blogs and and news stories, you know, and reviews. And it's just like guys, like we didn't used to do this before. Maybe you didn't like a show like in the 1980s, but it wasn't this toxic like. Right. Well, you, you didn't go see it. Not just everybody. Didn't like, oh, well, this not... game sucked or this, you know, like E.T. Come on. We all know that E.T. was a terrible game. But man, can you imagine if if Twitter was around when E.T. the game dropped? Oh, no. And that's what I was about to say is that <laughs> everybody has a platform now. Back in the day, you had to be like in the news media or a journalist or something, you know, to like to really get your opinion out there to the people. Now everybody has instant access to share their opinion with the world. And I feel like it, it, again, it's like a, like a plague of sorts, but with negativity. It's like you see one person complaining about it, like, yeah. And that person, someone else complains about something, and then that person complains about something, and then they start arguing with someone else, and it just, it keeps, it's a ball of negativity. This is why I'm never online half the time, because it's just like... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to be in that space. Uh, I feel you. I don't know. I feel like a lot of that's already just stemming from internet toxicness, but... Mm-hmm. Also, what we're about to go into, people don't know how to watch TV anymore either. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So to counter the argument, uh, you know, all these online uh, comments and it's too slow, uh, writer Paul Tazi did a fantastic article for Forbes that I will link to in the description of this episode and on our socials titled, WandaVision isn't too slow. Everyone forgot how to watch TV. And I think there's definitely something to that. Uh, so Leva, do you think, uh, you know, has the rise of binge watching on Netflix or Hulu or whatever ruined us as TV consumers? I'm not going to lie. I'm a binger too. Um, Josh and I actually had not a big debate, but like we, we've argued about what we prefer and I tend to prefer like watching everything together, but I also can see in myself, like we talked about Riverdale, I think I would have enjoyed the last season of Riverdale way more if I would have spaced it out. Because it would have been on top of each other, like episode mm. after episode after episode for like a week and a half straight. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I wouldn't have noticed that fact that they kind of just rehashed a lot of the same things that happened 
last several seasons and just continuation with no real development and well well this person had this problem and then they just kind of went back and they said what they wouldn't do and you know it's just I feel like I wouldn't have noticed it as much if I didn't binge it so I I understand that I know I like to binge because I'm I I am now part of this generation that has to have everything right now and and I know that and I'm aware that I am ashamed of myself for that but that's how I am but there's nothing wrong with that I think if you recognize in yourself that you know, binging is more convenient and you would prefer to watch something that way, then just wait until it's all available to binge. Exactly. You know, like, like if you're, if you're like, pretend. I, don't know, I don't think Wanda was slow at all. I, I feel like, again, that's a very personal preference. I feel like we kind of knew going in what WandaVision was going to be about. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people that complain probably haven't read the comics that we have read and didn't Maybe. really know her, her background as, as deeply probably knew a little bit but as deeply as we did so they didn't get it maybe maybe and my thing is i wasn't 100 percent sure what's happening but it was intriguing it was something different it was something new and i enjoyed that well yeah but, i mean again, i think it takes us back to the same feeling we had when we started watching lost exactly you know like we didn't freaking know what the hell was going on i had no idea what kind of show it was supposed to be yeah, it was and, and these we, people crashed on the island, and it was like legit. The whole episode, the first episode, was just them mm-hmm. dealing with the crash and yeah, watching and, like the guy get sucked in the thing, and like people and crying I, and people almost dying, and like ah, it was chaos. But then you see it like several seasons later. It's a hundred, hundred ten different type of show. But I was on that ride because I thought I was so intrigued by the twists and turns it took. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want to know what i'm getting into you know like i want to know a little bit but not just enough to wet my palate and right. then like ah want me more give me you know i want more but i feel like sometimes you just have to let the show take you where it goes because like books sometimes it takes you have to set up some stuff so when you get to that other point that all makes sense down here what we just did for the last like 10 episodes yeah so yeah, I don't know. I, I was no, very I, lucky I've... when uh, when I started watching Lost that I think I borrowed the first three seasons from you. You know, yeah, like, I think I'm, and, I was like, and, "Here, watch the Kelly show." And I, <laughs> Kelly and I like ran through them, and we binged it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one experience. But then once we caught up to where the TV show was airing, then we got that experience of watching it and being able to have discussions with our friends of like. What what do you think is happening? What is going on? You know, and there was this thing every week after the new episode would come out, we would all immediately start talking to each other, texting each other and having these conversations, which yeah. gave this ridiculous sense of community around yeah. watching this show. Yeah. I I mean, I I had a routine which I haven't done cuz I'll be honest, I don't have cable now. Like I have YouTube TV, which is like the closest thing to cable. That's how I can watch like dynamite live if i'm not you know on the days we tape and then mass singer but it's again i don't have cable cable so it's mm-hmm. hard for me to really have that experience but like when lost first came out i would get sushi and then sit down at like eight o'clock and i would watch or nine o'clock whenever it came right. on and that was my routine every like wednesday because they used to come on wednesdays yeah, right i think so that was my wednesday routine like that was a thing i would do you mm-hmm. know and I don't, I don't feel like we have that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, 
maybe some people do because i know there's still weekly oh, yeah, episodic I mean, shows yeah. but i just for me i i, I kind of miss that but part of me is like i i you know with everything being so digital and at your fingertips it, it's well yeah, i'll just tough. watch this instead you know right yeah and and i definitely you know again there is something to the binge model of you know like you can you, you can keep that story going and you like okay i'm gonna put the next thing in oh my gosh this happens and then this happens and I, I've been in that space. I enjoy it too. But as consumers, this is how we watched TV for years. So to be angry that a show is being released the way TV has historically been released, I think that's a little messed up. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of shows that had like slow slow burns and they're like mm -hmm. some of the most oh leva let's go back to our conversation from a couple weeks ago my grandma's stories <laughs> like <laughs> grandma's stories have been on for how many years 30 40 50 years and they're still in the same love triangles so <laughs> like <laughs> true true it's like I soaps are a slow burn like like buffing angel i feel like I mean, again, you had 22 episodes you have to pace this through, but it's also like, like uh, let's talk about Angel with the whole uh, pregnancy mm. in Cordelia. Is she evil? Is she not evil? Mm -hmm. What's going on with her? Like, that was crazy. I feel like in the world of binging and nowadays, I feel like people would have been like, what the fuck? you know what I mean? But mm. now, like. But back then, it was such a crazy, like, slow burn, you know what I mean? Where it's like, what is going on? Why is she acting this way? And it was right. like, I don't I don't know if people would buy that nowadays. Again, we're, we're in a society now that we have to have everything at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to look up something. I need a, I can just Google it. Google the information. I want right. to know about this movie. I can just rent it or get it immediately like at my fingertips you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i wanna i want oh i need to order this thing all right boom amazon you know what i mean like it's because of phone technology and the fact that we are glued to this nowadays and we have to have everything speed of light like i i've seen my nieces my niece's attention span is so much shorter than mine and i have a short attention span already but i'm from a different generation where like things were a lot slower took it a lot longer to develop and i've watched like some of the most intriguing movies or whatever and my nieces are bored or mm -hmm. games are like a slower build game and they're bored because they're right now with, as a society, we move so lightning speed mm -hmm. that we can't take the time to, to take that three episodes to, to build something. So when we get the reveal, Oh, well that makes sense. Right. I, I feel like nowadays it's just, we're programmed this way. It's definitely yeah. a programming thing. Yeah, Back in my day, we didn't have phones <laughs> to look up stuff. Seriously. I didn't have phones to go order Uber Eats. You had to get in the car. Or you had to call on the phone with the rotary. Uh-huh. Yep. And then they had to deliver it to you. Yeah, and, and so here's another thing, too, is uh, comic books. Like, the very thing that, that WandaVision is based off of, we had to wait a whole month before we would get the next installment of something. For the next 22 pages, we would have to wait 30 days. 
how are comics being received nowadays? Are people like complaining about that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, because again, again, you and I like, are from a different generation now. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I will say that I am not, uh, I'm not one to buy individual issues. Very rarely do I do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in that that's regard. That's a space issue, though, right? As that's opposed that's to... partially a space issue. And, and, <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> and partially um, a financial thing. Buying the yeah. individual issues Four is bucks a lot a of pop, times, at least. Yeah, is, uh, is oftentimes more expensive than just buying the collected edition. You know, yeah. it's, it's not even necessarily a time thing. Like, I enjoy the, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? But the the space and the money it takes to buy every single issue of something yeah. is enormous. Once in a while, uh, like my friend Fuente will convince me to read an individual issue. Like probably the last individual storyline issue thing I, I bought and that I continued to, to keep up with was Division ongoing series or the Division series by Tom King. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was probably the last one I bought individual issues instead of waiting for the trade because i read the first one he's like just read the first one and see what you think and then again i was hooked <laughs> i was hooked and that i think it might be the last one that i've bought individually and most of the time i'm still behind in the world of comics that by the time right. i find out about a cool story it's already in trade <laughs> yeah so and then that way like you said for me it's a pure space thing mm-hmm. I, I have boxes of comics i haven't touched in my storage storage shed and i don't even know if they're in good condition or not because i can't even get to them because everything else is on top of them you know what i mean so my thing is where am i gonna put them where you know i barely have room for the the trades you know thank goodness for the bookshelf i have behind me but you know it's mine's a pure space thing but you know yeah it's 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 tough you know thinking that uh you know a crossover event might take you eight months before you get to the end of it yeah and there i mean over the years there have been some really really good ones uh, yeah like off the top of your head what are your what are your favorite um uh, i think books? you know what all of my favorites are alter alternate reality versions of what's going on in the actual comic book universe mm-hmm. so like my favorites have been like avengers disassembled house of am flashpoint uh you know even my my favorite batman animated uh series episode one of my favorites is perchance to dream the one where he wakes up and he's no longer batman he's just bruce wayne and he, his parents are alive and he's engaged to selena and he has the perfect life and like and he realizes this isn't right because he can't read <laughs> i actually researched that if that's a thing kind of true but kind of not Interesting. not everyone some people they can do both Mm-hmm. Not everyone can, but some people can. I had to research that. I'd research that actually before my nap. <laughs> I was like, is this a real thing? Just like the studio Killer Jean and Riverdale. I had to research that too. <laughs> Leva, I was researching. Leva, always things. doing the research. But uh, yeah, uh, those are like my, well, some of my, oh, Envision. Because I, I actually have that framed in, I, in my library right now uh tom king's number one vision mm, cool. uh, something about that just really connected with me it's probably why i like wandavision so much too because if you think about it everything i like seems to be encompassed in this well maybe encompassed in this uh, uh series so right. yeah t- uh, tom um, king's vision is 
I think it's the next thing on my list after I finish Children's I really, Crusade. I really, really liked it a lot. Yeah, I've nev- uh, that it, one I've never read, so I'm excited to read it for the first time. Oh, yay. Yeah, let me know what you think. Because yeah. I really, I thought that was a really cool take on Vision and just really smartly, smartly written about how, well, we're going to try to do this and these are things that happen because of it, you know? Cool. So yeah. I don't want to say too much, but... Uh, besides that, I also like young versions of things. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the Avengers, but for some reason, I always found myself like digging the young, young person's books, like Young Avengers and Runaways and the kid groups. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. So well, I don't know why those really were well. always the ones I gravitated to as well. Yeah, I think I think those books were written really well. The art was great. Yeah. Um, well, most part, again, as much as I love Joss, I actually prefer Brian K. Vaughn's Runaways head like way over yeah Joss Wings, but I uh, like I love Buffy, so you're fine. <laughs> you did something that I love. It's good. You, you still make a lot of stuff I like. It just uh, Runaways was not one of them. <laughs> like the biggest the biggest crossover that I remember was Age of Apocalypse. Like when that dropped. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I can't believe I forgot that one. Oh my God. You know, not only did and that literally took over the entire Marvel universe. Every book was relevant. My mom wanted to kill me because I bought every single issue, and <laughs> by, by I bought, she bought. Yeah, well, I feel like Marvel was really good with that because I mean, if you look at like House of M and Civil War, how many different like off titles were there of Civil War? There was like Civil War Punisher, Civil yes, War this, but, Civil but War this. So. In recent days, they do the mainline series and then other books tie into it yeah but aren't necessary to get you know the whole main storyline well, wanted fleshed out back in the day age of apocalypse you had to read every book to know everything oh, that was going okay. on okay there was a series it that was did that not too long bananas. ago uh and i loved every every minute of it <laughs> it was so good i need to i keep meaning to go back and read it read it as an adult so that I yeah. can really take it all in because I'm pretty sure I was just like flipping the pages like a crazy little kid and not really absorbing everything that was yeah. there. And you're also older now, so certain themes might have went over your head that, mm-hmm. you know, now as an adult, you're like, oh, God, that's even darker than I thought it was going to be. Or that was, ooh, okay. Yeah, so I'm... That's why I, I like, re, like uh, revisiting some things, like especially if I liked it when I was young. Yeah. But revisit it as an adult, you're like, oh, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, like, you know, a couple other things that jump out at me was the, you know, the Fatal Attractions storyline from the 90s when Wolverine had his adamantium ripped out. That whole quote unquote final confrontation with Magneto (laughs) that has been undone and redone so many times since then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phalanx Covenant that saw saw the birth of Generation X. And uh, that storyline was great. I just, all these great X-Men crossovers from the 90s. I was a big X-Men kid, if you guys can't tell. That no. Was, <laughs> that, was, that was my jam. So all of those crossovers, I'm here for. See, and that's me with like weird, like, again, all my favorite things are like like Flash, Flashpoint. We all know the story of Batman. We all know the story of all these characters, but then see like it spun on their head. Yeah. You know, yeah. Same thing with like House of M where you're like, wait. Hey, you're alive and you're with her now mm-hmm. and you're together. And you know, like it's yeah. like I love that shit. Like I love it when sh- when uh TV shows do that too. He's like 
uh what was the episode in buffy where they all had amnesia uh oh oh teller no tellerasa yes yeah where they all were almost completely different characters because yes. they couldn't remember i love stuff like that where it's like you see a character that you know and love for years and then you spin it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Just come right back and and you know not to keep going back to the same thing but i feel like lost did that a little bit with the flash forwards in the last season yeah. you're like wait that person's with that person what is going on here mm-hmm. see like uh so good fringe did it with uh, alternate I, and I the, miss fringe oh alternate universe tales are the best alternate oh walter name is the best walter and walter man i gotta finish that and I actually finished didn't finish the last season i need to oh that's what i'm gonna do now there you go that's it that's it fringe baby fringe fringe i'm Doing. gonna i mean because I, w- I was actually watching that live. I don't own oh, yeah. any of Fringe, and I don't even know if it's on Netflix. But I was watching them live. I was DVRing it, it's on but something. then life started getting real busy, and then took a bunch of different turns. And then I didn't have that DVR, and I fell behind. And I didn't want to watch the other stuff until I watched what I fell behind. Right. Fringe. We were just talking right before before we started. Like, man, as soon as I finish a show, I never know what to watch. While I'm watching a show, I'll see like. 15 things i need to watch this this and this but as soon as i'm done with the show i never know what to watch mm. so fringe thank you guys this this <laughs> has now put me on my new path fringe yeah that's that's a, oh, that's a rewatch i love that that was one of the shows that like i was religious about like ah uh, and then stupid life and dvrs and stuff truth is it truth. on netflix it's on something i i swear i just saw it Okay, I will find it. Yeah, I will find you. Do it, do it. Oh man, Walter Nett. I love that. (laughs) So good. Uh, Soap Suds. What do you think? Do you uh, like the anticipation of watching TV week to week, or would you prefer if everything was bingeable? What have been your favorite comic events over the past thirty years? Let us know by dropping us a line on one of our socials at the Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram. Shoot us an email at the address thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com or pop on over to our Discord server. Uh, I'll put the link in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you and read all of your messages here next week. With that, let's check the uh, Soap Sud mailbag. We got just a quick one tonight. Don Stewart sent us an email. Uh, he said, Batman Beyond with Terry McGinnis as Batman or Bruce Wayne training Batgirl because that's what I've heard. I hope they stick with Terry. Leva, what are your thoughts? Wait, what's going on now? Uh, Batman Beyond movie or TV series. Movie, okay. With, with Terry McGinnis as Batman or Bruce Wayne training Batgirl. Oh, I didn't know we were doing this. Oh, which, I, uh, I didn't know which, this. Which okay, version? Um... Which version would you prefer to see? Terry as Batman or an old Bruce Wayne training Batgirl? I don't know. I, I I would have to say Terry because I feel like that's the more traditional Batman Beyond story. Uh, so I I think I would prefer that. But I'm not really invested. Like I'm not as invested as uh, uh, some of our friends are with Batman Beyond. 
Yeah, so I'm not, I've, I wouldn't I'll be, be honest, mad either way. Is, you guys are gonna take my geek card away. I didn't really watch much of Batman Beyond. I didn't either. I watched very no, little. I don't of really it. have a, a really big thought on it. I mean, for me, Batman's just <laughs> again because I didn't watch Batman Beyond very much. Like I think I've seen a couple episodes in there, and that's it. So I really have no. I think I saw one in the movies. It's definitely uh, well. I definitely watched that Batman Beyond Return of the Joker movie. That one is it's dope. It is really really great. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, definitely check that out. I keep meaning to go back and watch Batman Beyond. I think is that on HBO Max now? I know the animated huh. series is. If Batman Beyond goes on there, I might have to watch that and check all that out because everyone says it's great. Ah, thank you, Matthew. Matthew says it's on HBO Max, so I'm going to oh. put that on my list of things to watch. So there's Ooh. that. Uh, and maybe I'll have a better answer for this question after I've watched uh, Batman Beyond. So uh, that's that. That's that. And that's just about going to do it here for the old Geek Soapbox tonight. Leva, well, what are the socials? Mean, social media. Yes, you are smart. Okay, here we go. I am wrestling Leva on everything. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Um, yes, I have to film some cameos in a few minutes. Ooh. So I got some cameos. Um, oh, you can see me on most weeks, most days, most weeks. I'll be on AEW Dark, BTE. You see me on Dynamite on occasion if you look hard enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm on those. I'm not actually on those this week, but except for maybe dynamite, because I'll be there. But yeah. Cool. I feel like I'm forgetting something. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's the stuff. They can find you on uh they can find you on Twitch streaming. Did we mention that? Leave us a Twitch streamer. Surprise. I am on Twitch. Surprise, I'm surprise. About to... She's about to stream right now. Uh you can find me at Emily Ponton on Twitter and you can catch me gaming on twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox every Tuesday and Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as always, you can follow TGS on Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Soapbox on both platforms. And as always, the audio only version of the show will be available this Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. And hey, you guys that are listening to us as a podcast, if you ever want to see us recording this-ish live, come on over to twitch.tv slash thegeeksoapbox Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch us doing it live and see all the shenanigans that gets cut out of the show. Ha-ha! Uh, you cut stuff out? Sometimes I make some little trims here and there. Really? Just a little bit. It's just a little different experience. Surprise! What? Just some little trims. Just, you know, don't stress about it. I just blew Leva's mind, you guys. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Stay awesome, possums. Bye.
The Geek Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production, executive produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton, with associate producer Leva Bates, floor director Matt Smith, theme music by Richard Reeves, and additional musical cues by Adhesive Wombat.